describe my career. <laughs> One of the things, as this is just as the interpret interpretation. Yeah, mind entertains some ideas, and then some of them find them, uh, expression here, or fruition. Yes, and so just because this way this is assembled, programmed, like you put this drop in, and it can put it. It gives a different you know, mutation, so to speak. You don't get the direct light, so to speak, but then light sort of seeps out. Yeah, yeah. So, you entertain this idea, and then really it's, to me, it's more of a, a rotation, yeah, because you're located, yeah. Your looking is located. Really, you were doing this the other day. If you, if you see, if you follow the idea of the Course in Miracles, that we're the dreaming of the dreaming, that's a pretty, that's different than being in a dream, yeah? That you're the activity of dreaming here, all right? So let's say the seeing is the awareness, awareness, yeah, seeing, you know? Not consciousness, seeing, awareness, okay? So let's say if you, you brought seeing into time, what would seeing look like in time? Looking, yeah. So seeing, put uh, injected with time, which is the dreaming, it would be for it would be looking, yeah. Because now there's not just now. There's an, another, another, another. So then the seeing would like be stretched into with time, into a form of looking, called self-centeredness. Seeing. Seemingly, of course, because it's all dreaming. Yeah, yeah, it's all dreaming. So, seemingly is the key. Everything that should be the uh, the disclaimer. Seemingly, but so so they're seeing. So what's what's uh, looking is what you're looking for. Yeah, St. Francis. So let's say what's seeing is what you're looking for. So what's seeing? As soon as the you gets developed uses the, the you, now funnels the seeing in time into looking for what seeing. Yeah. So, if you just, if the you dropped out, it would be perfect. It would be what seeing is what's looking. Yeah. How can, wait a minute, because the what's looking is being used to imply the looker, but really it's the seeing. Yeah. So, and it, it can only seem to be a form of looking in time. Yeah? So seeing's here, and then in time, seeing gets stretched out. So you, you basically are looking for shit all day, like today, the keys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very the other sock, uh, the, you know, the freaking tripod. There's a lot of looking. <laughs> so, all right, so then for, there's the seeing now that seemingly has been bastardized by time, and now it's been looking, so of course, this is what makes, it makes a weird sense that we are that which is seeing, looking for that which is seeing, yeah? Because the seeing, we represent time, this. I mean, the body identification is of time, completely, yeah? It's eroding every second or whatever. So, so there's the seeing, and then you just inject it with time, then it becomes a form of looking. And this is what 
sort of gets us dumbfounded because we can't believe what we're looking for is what's looking because we have such an idea of what's looking. And then also, in time, there's a huge investment because maybe you've been looking for 30 years and you don't really want to be showed up. So the mental state gets a lot of investment in the looking, yeah? And so when it hears the message, hey, what's looking, yeah, is, that's the seeing, let's say, is what you are looking for, but you're the seeing. So suddenly the seeing must have been bastardized into a form of looking, and you're applying that, you're applying the seeing through looking to find itself. That's the fundamental little boo-boo. You know, why not just let it, and it doesn't mean anything, just let it seep in. It's sort of like pouring water on a sand, yeah, because it isn't, the, the assumptions are not concrete. They're just freaking made up, <laughs> you know? So you pour the water on sand, and then these ideas, they go down, and they hit another, you know, like a spacious nothingness, let's say, yeah? And then that hears it, and then that which, that hears it sees from itself, it sees from itself, itself looking for itself, yeah? And the only way this could happen is with time. So time and space, you know, like uh, a lot of famous, not famous people, but a lot of people have broken down the dreaming into time and space. They're the fundamental thing, yeah? So you need space to see things in. If there was no space, nothing could appear. So space you need to see things in, and it takes time to see them, yeah? In timelessness, there's nothing. But in time, nothing appears to be something. So we usually start as the programming in time, yeah. The whole, everything we're relying on, not we, but there's a reliance on in this system is of time, memories of time, thought is definitely of time, and perceptions are of time. You see things are here, then they're not here, then you remember they were here and all this, yeah, it's all time. Watch everyone driving all day, it's all time. That's causing the whole, the whole basis of their seeming condition in the car is really based on time. Yes, if they, if they have to get somewhere, then they see tons of obstacles. If they don't have anywhere to go, hey, everything's fine. It, it, and if you looked at the traffic pattern, nothing was different. It's just us dreaming, really. Yeah? So if you, if you can, so, all right, so you can't use seeing in time to look for seeing. That's timeless, yeah? Obviously. So you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So the Buddha, timelessness, and now seemingly the Buddha, a.k.a. Mike, in time. So we start in time as Mike, and then we use the Buddha that we are to look for the Buddha. And it's a fundamental flaw, not F-L-O-R, F-L-A-W. There's a fundamental flaw in that, and so some of the great uh, satsangs or are warnings. That's what they're doing. They're trying to warn us of the conditions that we may be in that we're not aware of. That we are of time, so the seeing is is actually presenting itself as a form of looking. We're thinking, you know, 
It's like, there's the awareness, where's the awareness, you know? <laughs> it can only happen if there was time, yeah? If there was no time, which there isn't, yeah? There would be the resting. So what happens is, okay, so in time you feel like you're separate, and then you do something in time to get connected. Isn't it the case? So like in the morning you wake up, I feel disconnected. So you take some time, you read some nice things, you meditate, whatever, and then you feel, okay, I'm ready. So because you brought, really in a sense, a little bit of timelessness into it, into the time, you know? It's like time would be like straight salt, you fucking have a heart attack. <laughs> so you throw a little timelessness in by these activities, but all the while it's that which is timeless, playing all the <laughs> playing the role. I've got to uh, I gotta get back to timelessness. But of course the fundamental thing, you never laugh time. You know? You know what I mean? The only way it can seem like it makes sense to get back to timelessness is when you see, you're seeing what you are, or there's a sense of what you are as what you're not, which can only appear to be so in time. Yes? That's why if something hits you, it tells you it's always been this way. So it takes all the possibilities that are totally rooted in time, which are impossible, like the idea that you can be out of a moment, is impossible. <laughs> there's no way you're ever, you've been out of any moment you've ever been in. It can seem like you, that's true in time, yeah? Because you, you know what I mean? <laughs> so if the time, if, if you see the effects, if the, it's, it's the dreaming of time is what is the basis of this whole thing. Time and space, the space is much more neutral, but time has a lot of flavors to it. Subjective, you know, unbelievably. You're having a bad, you know, if you're at work and you don't like it, it's like forever. If you're having a great time, it's super fast. Yeah? You don't see, what do you think? It just slows up and then mm -hmm. picks up speed, you know? Oh, it's just a random motherfucker, you know? Tuesday, <laughs> you know, no, it's, you, it's, you're of that, aren't you? Yeah. So we're the fountain of the dreaming. We're not at the fountain. We're not getting hit by the water, the spray of the fountain. We are the fountain. We are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah? What's the basis of the dreaming? Time. What's the basis of what we are? Timeless. So how are you going to arrive at timelessness through time? Yeah? It would always add more time. Yeah? If you're using time to arrive somewhere, you're never going to arrive because it's always going to be, yeah? Even if you arrive, there's going to be a possibility, I blew it, and now you're not arrived, which is another hell, a spiritual hell. One of the heaviest spiritual hells is you were seemingly awake and now you're not. And the only, you've got to write a story, what you did. How did I blow this? You know what I mean? Which is just more obsession with what you're not. Yeah? So... So, if you get the flavor of time, and you can just get it, just, you don't have to have 800 PhDs about time. If you look at just your subjective experience, you can, what is it, extrapolate on that. Your mind can go and get the whole enchilada. You don't have to get the whole enchilada. You get a couple of examples, and they imply something. And if you don't build the barricades of 
of periods and commas and ends of paragraphs, it, will it won't take you somewhere. Things will be revealed. You'll see it, yeah? So you'll see, just by looking at your subjective experience, what's the root of all my anxiety? Mostly, like at work, in time, you know, they make up fucking deadlines. People are living by deadlines constantly. They're all arbitrary. You're just making up shit, and everyone gets super stressed out. And then when they get through it, they all get loaded or something like that, fornicate, whatever. And then they get the next day, they go, well, there's a deadline. What the f but no one goes, well, what's really the point? Yeah? Where do you actually get to, to through time? You never leave the quote-unquote here and now. <laughs> that the, the, the imagining of time is still framed by what is so, which is timeless. It can't, it can't break through that sound and light barrier. Yeah? It can only appear to the timeless that it's real. Yeah? So does this help you anything? For me, the help of it is it, it tells you, hey, you've been on a leash, like, with only 50 links, yeah? You, yeah, when you get out free-ranging, you see the possibility of, of, of mind, not the mental processes. Uh, they're programmed to define and limit possibility because all our possibilities are stretched in time. People want to, they want to be okay, and they have memories they were okay, but they don't feel like they're okay now. That's all time, yeah. You don't feel, yeah, people, you ask, listen to people share, I will be okay, that's really the shock goal. I'm shooting for I will be okay, which implies you're not right now. And then what happens when you get to I will be okay, it's quite temporary usually, because it seems to be like you got all the blocks lined up, and you're thinking like, you're under an illusion, there's no high tide, and you have the whole thing, and then something happens and those blocks, obviously, return to their nature, which is volatile and temporary and not lasting. So, yeah, so you build up again, and then it goes on and on and on. Yeah. If you don't see it, you're gonna be looking from it. And I humbly believe we all can see it because the seeing isn't preceded by anything. You can, the seeing is the everlasting frontier, so to speak. And if you look at you know, your worst day you were seeing, your best day you were seeing. I mean, I'm just talking about the seeing as conscious contact. Yeah, your worst day you were seeing just as you were the best day. Because the seeing, the hearing, feeling, the tasting, touching, that which is behind that, isn't based on circumstances or situations. It's the basis of this event, the conscious contact, yeah? And the conscious contact, if you look at it, no one's taking conscious contact lessons, you know? They're like, I gotta see, you know, you know, as long as your ears may go bad, but not the what's hearing. Your eyes may go bad, but not what's seeing, yeah? So that basis is always available at all times. Worst day, best day, it doesn't matter because it's proceeding. It's not in the effects and in the volatility of what comes and goes, what has to be restored when it erodes and all this shit. It's just there. And it's, it's, we have this free sample all day. I don't see how we're missing, you know, it's, 
It's sort of like such a sleight of hand, and the sleight of hand can only be seemingly produced in time. This magic trick really boils down to that which comes after is implied to be before. So the idea of Paul comes after my own event here called conscious contact. Paul arises after conscious contact. And then that idea of Paul, constantly assumed and reinforced by the mental process, implies that it's before the conscious contact, so now you think you're the one who's conscious. You think you're the one who's seen. You're feeling. Why would you want to go to any advanced courses if that's the fundamental basis you're in? You think you're mistaking consciousness as a natural, you, you have as a body. I mean, that I would think would be important to correct, yeah, before you go shooting off into, you know, you know, extreme radical Buddhism, I would just see, wait a minute, <laughs> there's a feeling that's constantly implied, assumed, just insinuated that I'm the one who's conscious. When seeing is happening, I, there's a feeling that I'm the seer. It's a sense, really, that that's what it is. It's never, there isn't a self, there isn't a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, but there's a sense of self being produced by the claiming of conscious contact and all that allows to be in contact through that. The mental process just claims to be the one, really. And then suddenly, you st the new before is that which was implied after. <laughs> so you're starting like, you're going, you're moving the wrong way in Monopoly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your goal is to get out of jail free. <laughs> Instead of, yeah, it's like a total, so, if you just move the, if you move the board, just like if you're in playing Scrabble, you're here, you're there. You just move the board, yeah, and then you see it differently. You don't keep moving on the board, because that's all encapsulated in the, in the misseeing of it. The board gets shifted, because you are of the board. You are the basis of this <coughs> event. You are the dreamy. That's way different than being the boot and the Eiffel Tower. You are the dreaming of the dreaming. So when that shifts, you'll see anew, like Jesus supposedly said, for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Well, that's all of us. <laughs> we have eyes to see and ears to hear. I mean, it's not like he didn't, it wasn't like an exclusive country club. All right, the only members are those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Well, everyone's invited. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because again in time, you, there's a feeling that you're gonna arrive, but if you ever do arrive, it tells you it's always been that way. So there's no arrival in it, see? We want to arrive at ourselves through time. We, the mental state, that's the GPS, would much rather become to become what it is than to be what it is. Because when it's becoming what it is, it's what it ain't <laughs> all day. So it's getting all the spotlight with this, this ambiguous goal of the spirit of this. But in the journey, the spotlight's on you, not on the spirit. <laughs> Actually, it is spirit, but whatever. It's not on your goal, it's on you. It's all, it's like every time you look in the camera, there's a picture taken of you through the camera. The other shit doesn't matter. It's just all, you just see, 
It's just a big <laughs> balloon image of you. Yeah. So I'm going to be a knower of God. <laughs> so I have to use God to be a knower of God. Yeah. The knower of God is more important than the God that I want to know. <laughs> it's just that obsession with the self, with that mental states. Yeah. There's a cherishing of self, like they say in Buddhism. Some Buddhism. There's a cherishing. It, it's like you. There's a love there. Yeah. So the mental state. Like everyone knows, you know, like Einstein said, you can't go to this to the system that produced the problem to get a solution for it. Yes, so you can't go to the mental states to get relief from the mental states. Obviously. We, and we say in AA, you can't use self to get out of self. So the idea of you getting out of you is Get it, and that was purely observational. It isn't in our book, but it was, it was observed probably by a lot of AA members, and they realized, Jesus, it looks like I've been trying to get out of me as me, yeah. And that's it's a convert. It's like the converse of the uh, using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, do you think this great master Huang Po would have said that to anyone other than the Buddha? Do you think he would have said to Paul, "You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha"? can't use mind to seek mind, you can't use light to seek light. No, it was directed at what we are, which is the Buddha. And he's trying to go, Buddha, a.k.a. Paul, you can't use yourself to find yourself. And then hopefully you see Paul from the Buddha and you go, well, that's what Paul's been doing. <laughs> that's what Buddha, a.k.a. has been doing since he's six years old. He's been trying to use the Buddha to find the Buddha. <laughs> and every time the system failed, who got blamed? The Buddha as a.k.a. Paul. <laughs> because the self-centeredness always turns the fault on you, inherently, deeply, yes? You may get bitchy about something, but you're looking for something to solve something outside yourself, yeah? Yeah, so... <laughs> so you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. I mean, you don't need to have, like, a symposium on that. It's just an invitation. It's like, you know, to me, what a, a beautiful retreat would be, a seven-day retreat. All right, so the first day, you knock on this door. The door opens, and the guy goes, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. <laughs> the next day, another door, another guy, a woman, you can't use light to seek light. <laughs> next day, open the door, you can't use mind to seek mind. Next day, Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Hey, you shouldn't be coming back after this. But all right, next day, what's looking is what you're looking for. Next day. <laughs> and that would be it. You'd free range all day. But just go to the door. Get a little, could be like a fortune cookie. Just a little fortune cookie after the sumptuous vegan meal in the morning. Here, all right. You can't use yourself to find yourself. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. What? Yeah. Don't you think it's going to stump you sometime? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, how many speed bumps do you need? <laughs> Ding. So, <laughs> maybe one. Who knows? And then just reinforcement. That's all. So, we really, as, as someone who's inviting all of us to entertain these ideas, what I found is... You can't, it's not just about the 
the delivery, you've got to be like an ear doctor. You've got to see how people are hearing the message because I have seen, I've given not me, but there was a talk being given and I went on for like 40 minutes. There was a person much closer than Chris to me and after 40 something minutes they went, uh, can you talk about self? Which I had just been doing for 45 minutes. I said, how could it get lost in such a sh It was like only about a foot, you know? But see, you're gonna hear it the way you're gonna hear it. So if somebody, if you can check out and, and, and basically determine which are in scriptures, the basic warnings of what happens, yeah? And what happens is, to me, there's a mistake to try to describe what where we are, we're all this, we're all that, to what we're not. I humbly believe the process that produces the sense of what you're not as being you is going to claim to be the hearer of the message of what it is. Yeah? So it sounds beautiful and you may get excited, but it's snuffed out fast because the mental state claims it and then nudes it. Yeah? It's, and then maybe it goes, hey, I'm interested. I want to proceed and find a path to get there. And even something that just basically demonstrates no path, there'll be a path made out of it. They will. So people will try to become a non-self as a self. They want to be there to ex experience their own absence. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's really, it goes, it gets really freaking crazy and it gets really convoluted, really convoluted, all right? So this thing, all right, you can point out to, to people, hey, the process of this sense of self is so fast, there's no other process here that can outdraw it. Really. So if you're going to do an action, there's a sense of being the doer of that action. That's very quickly produced. Super quick that I don't believe anything you can do can outdo that, really. The only thing that can outdraw that is timelessness, which is inherently what you are. Yeah? Because it's not going to draw a gun. The gun's out all the time. So the mental process gets stumped by seeing, what, by seeing it not starting from its effects, but by seeing it, which is your inherent quality, seeing, yeah? So you can see the sense of self arising, and you see the main movement of this sense of self is claiming. So conscious contact affords us conscious contact, yes? And then the mental state claims to be the one or having something to do with it or doing this. And even with this message, it happens. We describe a lot of this as selfing, and so people hear it, and then they call me up or they email me, and they go, hey, I caught myself selfing all day. That's not the selfing. The selfing is the feeling of being the one that was selfing, or the one that was being selfed upon. Yeah, that's the selfing, you see? So, and so people will go, we'll describe the selfing, and then the selfing is used to imply a self. And then when they report back to me in that moment, when we're having this discussion, they say, well, Paul, how much selfing are you doing in a regular day? See, they, they're the perfect illustration of what I've been saying. They believe the Paul is before the selfing, <laughs> but it's the selfing that implies the Paul. Yeah, it's the robbery that happens all the time. So the selfing's going on, and then it, it implies a self, and then that self is implied to be before the selfing, so either it's you're being done to or you're doing it. So there's a claiming of that which is producing the sense of self by the sense of self. <laughs> I 
you're going to get out of that if you're in it. Well, you're not in it. That's the good news. <laughs> because you can see it. There's a seeing of it. You can see it. So, all right. So the first thing, claiming. Second thing is the message is never thrown to you. And it's not coming from this you. Yeah. It's thrown over your head with the hopes that what you are gets it before what you're not claims it. <laughs> and I feel that it's already so because what's this, apart, this message, even though it's delivered in time, has a sense of timelessness in it. And that's the timelessness of the timelessness gets it in it, not without any time. So you just throw it over everyone's head and hopefully they'll get it, what they are. And so suddenly they'll see using the Buddha to seek the Buddha from the Buddha, instead of hearing about it as Paul, which just gets Paul really freaking confused, and now he's ready to walk away from 20 years of Buddhist practice because he feels like, I've been using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That's not the, that's <laughs> not the, the, that's not the, the end product of the message. The message is hearing about what you're not from what you are, instead of constantly seeking to hear about what you are, what you are as what you're not. It's just a switch, yeah? Because I, just humbly, I went to satsangs, yeah, and I hurt people, and then I knew something was off. And I knew like, let's say if they had a three day retreat of chanting, I'm not a body, the only thing that would do that is a body identification. <laughs> really, the body would like to get out of the body. <laughs> because it doesn't like the experience of the body, yeah? So, I, all right, or I hear descriptions, all I am is consciousness, and then everyone goes into profound, what's the difference between aware, and on and on and on and on and on. But what's hearing that is you, as an action figure. It's just neutered the whole message. So this message is more, forget about descriptions of what we are. Let's describe what we're not, yeah? So that what we are maybe hears it and goes, hey, I'm not that. <laughs> that's all. To me, that's the direction of satsang for me. It's not a description of what I am. It's, a des it's describing the activities that imply what I'm not. And then putting the things out like spiritual shoes, and if you put your foot in it and it fits, wear it. That's all. This is, there is no draft here. I don't care, really. It's hard enough for me to get here. I can, don't expect any of you to come here. <laughs> so there's no, it's, not, it's just an invitation. And the, the invitation, if introduced, will just present some warnings, just to see how the mental state is going to override uh, the possibility that's available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. Yeah? How it's going to override it, how it's going to bring time into it, how it's going to bring uncertainty to it, which is based on insane insanity, all like that. So if you can see what you're not, sooner or later the emphasis will be on the scene instead of what you're not. Yeah? And that one little rotation is what I call the horse is finally in front of the car. Yeah? Wow. So now I have no interest in reading deep descriptions of what I am as an interstellar, 11 dimensional, whatever. It doesn't matter because I know exactly what thinks it's hearing it. Is this, you know, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I've heard enough about what I'm not. I have. 
I heard enough about what I'm not. It triggered what was necessary, I feel. Yeah. It set off an unspoken yes that keeps reverberating, so the job's done in a way, and now it's just entertaining. Yeah. Entertaining, 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 entertaining. And then sometimes more is revealed if I'm doing a job like this, sometimes nothing. It's just, uh, I could never describe how I feel, really, to tell you the truth. I describe how I, what I'm not feels, <laughs> but I can't describe how I feel. So, I feel the message itself has validated itself by, in time really, because I heard this a while ago and it, it's become the last answer. I haven't looked for any other answer concerning this topic and I think that's a damn good answer when it negates all the need for any other answers. Really, and uh, I'm sticking to it. I don't get, I get messages and I haven't had any messages. All right, it's time for you to advance and start practicing, you know, it doesn't, it just wants to me to stay dumb <laughs> concerning this topic. And uh, I guess I'll be useful that way, so yeah. So I could break it more down, but if you see the claiming of the mental process is all in time and it's, its footprint is mine. Yeah, so thought and my thought are completely different, yeah. A thought comes and goes much easier than my thought. A thought claimed is given a purpose, yeah. It's given weight. And so this is what the mental process is doing all day. It's claiming thoughts, feelings, and actions to imply you're the one that's doing them or being done to by them, really, yeah. So you're, it plays, you know, they say fun in non-duality. Non-duality is a negation, yeah? It says not to. And so basically, what is the to it's saying it's not? It's subject-object, yeah? Basically, the dualism. And then as a projection, it's duality. But in a fact, the basis is dualism. So there's subject-objectness. And all day, we're in subject-object as what we're not, yeah? Sometimes you're thought about as an object. Sometimes you're the thinker of things. Yes? So subject-object all day. The basis of non-duality is a negation of that subject-object. So Hoying Po says whatever can be perceived, which is the, the materialization of this subject-object dualism, which is the body. The body represents us as a subject and as an object. Yeah? The, bot, the framing of you as a thinker is as a body. The mental, if you're relying on mental states, there's no you. If there's a reliance on mental states, you are pictured as a body. So when anything is referred in a, and you're entertaining anything, there's a frame and it's of a body. Yeah? Yes. And then all of it is of time. So memories obviously are of time and memories picture you as a body most of the time or others as bodies. Yeah? Thought system is all about you as a body, yeah? And then perceptions are of things here, mostly, yes? So we're seeing things. So those three prongs of the mental processes, there's, there, the basic programming of them is of the body, self-centeredness, yeah? So if, when there's a reliance on that, the dream seems as real as real can be, yeah? Now, it doesn't need, when you see that you're not the dreamt doesn't mean the dreaming stops. The dreaming continues as it's doing it in time. But what occurs is the stage that you're appearing on 
which all you see, your mental state has built walls and a ceiling on it, those move out and then you get the sense of space around the little small theater of you, yeah? The, the theater doesn't get canceled, but what happens is the space around it gets emphasized more so, so it brings a leavening agent to the play, yeah? So the action figure travels lighter through his lines and through the destiny that is available to it, that's all. It doesn't say everything's gonna get great, it could. It doesn't say anything's gonna get worse, it can. What happens is, great or worse, you're gonna travel lighter over it, as this. And then after years of that, you know, I came to one conclusion, what more do you want as this, really? I mean, what more do you want? In time, is to travel lighter, yeah? If, I, if my, the ride I seem to be on is of time, and the possibilities are heaviness and lighter, and a lot, a lot of degrees in between, I'd like to lean, you know, as the roller coaster, I'd like to lean a little to the lighter side. You know, that's, oh, but that's you. No, it isn't. It's the programming of the action figure. It's not two levels below a coconut. It has some sentience, yeah? And it does, it would like, after it gives up wanting being right and all this shit, it just wants, it wants to have a certain homeostasis, a little contentment and satisfaction. And it does well, and it make up purposes, you know? Because it needs purpose, too. You take the, a purpose from the action figure, they can go down. You can, you've seen it a lot. So that's one of the problems with hearing non-duality from the mental state. It can bum you out greatly as the action figure. It can. Because you feel like your whole life, what the hell, I'm just going to lay on a couch all day. <laughs> I'm gonna leave here and take LSD, you know. There's such a belief that either you're holding the water back, or yes, it's just incredible. The selfing is constantly <laughs> giving itself meaning by having value. I can keep you away from God or whatever. I mean, that's a, it would have to be a big thing to keep God from God, so to speak. <laughs> it could only be God entertaining it. <laughs> So the claiming, you can see it. Just look at my in thoughts, feelings. It's just a, an assumption. It's an insinuation. It's just there all day. It doesn't have to be corrected. Just see it. The seeing it is the deal. It's not, all right, seeing it and then jumping into action. No, because that would be that which is playing God trying to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Yeah, it'll just be, that's more playing God. So, and you can't plan on losing interest. That would be interest. The interest be, will be lost, but it's lost in a different way. It's not a strategy. All you do as an observational experience, you observe what's happening as the action figure. Jesus, I've lost all interest in most of the shit that I was extremely interested in. <laughs> well, that's it. It doesn't matter. I don't say, whoa. You know, that's just the way. I had a lady call me up. And she was going like, I'm totally disconnected from my life. I said, well, fucking get used to it. <laughs> That's what happens at times. <laughs> yeah, it's so boring. Oh, boredom, unbelievable. Sure. All that stuff. Well, everything arises. So, so the claiming, what else do I, oh, yes. The, you've got to see that which is hearing the message is not what you're saying it's hearing the message. Yes? Yeah, yeah, that, and I don't know what else. We can come back next week. 
But uh, it's that simple invitation. I like the uh, direction of it. Because what I missed while I was going to satsang was I didn't feel they were emphasizing this. I actually never heard it. Maybe they were saying it. I didn't hear it. But then when I was reading other stuff like uh, Ramana Maharshi, in the writings people did of his basic teachings, this would always be mentioned in different ways. And it usually was prefaced as the problem or the greatest mystery. So like the greatest mystery is reality, attaining reality, you know? And so how could that freaking get off? Yeah, how would reality be able to forget itself to start looking for itself? Well, it can, but it can seemingly do that in dreaming, yes? So when reality takes itself to be the dreamt, yeah, it forgets that it's dreaming, seemingly. Yeah? So what needs to be looked at? It does no good for the dreamt to hear that it's the dreaming. It doesn't. Then it starts, I should dream 50 Cadillacs and great joints or anything like this. It thinks like it's like the law of attraction, the secret, you know. I got the secret. I can make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. It's about the dreaming hearing that it's not the dreamt. Not the dreamt hearing it's the dreaming. It's the dreaming hearing it's not the dreamt. That's the, that's the horse in front of the cart. I'm telling you because I've seen it, you know. I've seen where, how my life was parked. <laughs> and then suddenly it got shifted. And the logic as this is seamless. It doesn't work when the cart's in front of the horse. Well, yeah. And repetition's fine, because uh, if the you know if you're being invited to here and now, then it can be offered every moment. Yeah, yeah. So, and I haven't gotten tired of it really. I've been listening to. It. I've been. I've attended the most Paul Hedman meetings. <laughs> I have thousands of them now. <laughs> Something, something resonates for sure. All right, well, that's it, I think. Any questions? I gotta say, I love the narcissist myth. So, what? I love the narcissist myth. Narcissist myth, yeah. Yeah, and so I like it because I see it as him eventually, finally, after the suffering, seeing past the heart reflecting down deep. Yeah. So, uh, what you said earlier about, but what's seeing it is seeing itself, seeing what it's not looking back. Yeah. <laughs> So well, let's say if you were in that pond and you saw Narcissus look at an expression from the bottom yeah, of the pond. That's, what I mean. <laughs> that's the space, yeah. And if yeah. People, if people pay Narcissus as being the person and therefore the bad for being narcissistic as opposed to what's really happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, because we're oriented as the action figure. Aren't we? Yeah. Most people, I find, this, you can, well, we can edit this. Most people in spirituality are attempting to improve the action figure. There's nothing right or wrong with it. Yeah, but they are. They just want to get clearer. They want to get better. Some people just are finding a community to belong to and they're willing to pay $3,000 for a retreat so they can see their friends. So well, fun, really, but really when I've talked to them, they're saying, because that's the way I meet my friends, they say, well, probably do it maybe somewhere else, cheaper, but whatever, you know. 
money always circulates. So there's a lot of, and they're all fine and dandy. I mean, meditation's good for your nervous system, probably, and, and if you have uh, blood pressure or whatever, it's great. But the idea that, uh, that's not the idea that I was fueled by when I was seeking, because, you know, to get, like, my blood pressure down, I wouldn't have to sit 13 hours. <laughs> Meditation, there was a certain extremeness to it that had a bigger plan in mind, yeah? It wasn't about uh, letting my nerves chill out. I could do that in the tub, <laughs> not 13 hours in fucking a monastery in Thailand <laughs> all day. I mean, it went extreme because there was something wanting to get out of something as that something. That was the fundamental thing. So when I read these things, they resonated with me because it seemed in this story, that's what was happening since I've been six years old. <laughs> I've been trying to get out of me as me. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm not that me, I don't have any drive to get out. That's the funny thing. While I'm that me, I have a huge, seemingly I have a huge drive to get out. When, that, when I'm, I see I'm not that, that wants to get out, I realize I'm in, I've never not been in completely. Yeah, so. Hmm. So all these things were like spiritual shoes I ran into. I put them on, and some of them I'm just passing on, you know, same thing that triggered a lot of avalanches in me were these exact statements I've been using for 20 years. You know, because they do the trick. They always produce a sense of an avalanche. The idea that you're the dreaming instead of being in a dream or whatever, is such a, a monumental leap into clarity, yeah? To see that you're actively, you're the activity of all this, yeah? yeah. And then all the other, my favorites are Hawaiian Poe, I like him probably one of the most, because he's pretty direct. Whatever can be perceived, can be perceiving, so we're all off the game, boy. I'm seeing you, so you're not that what you're seeing. Yes? I mean, I don't, it's just, whatever. They seem pretty simple to, to entertain. Yeah. You know the phrase, the high samsara? Huh? You know the phrase, the high samsara? This idea that, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking how subtle my search of the Buddha for the Buddha has become, or had become. <laughs> It's increasingly subtle levels of pushing this inference of a pre-existing self back. So now I look at my meditation cushion, and I, and I look at sitting on it, and I go, well, I'm gonna sit there, and I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look for seeing. <laughs> I'm gonna look for seeing, but I'm gonna do it real subtle this. I'm gonna use the advanced technique that I saw on YouTube from this the Tibetan who can barely speak English, which must mean he's really got it. <laughs> so, I sit there and I, and I still am getting most, the best I get claim is the, like 30 seconds ago of seeing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's, there's this timeline. Yeah. And so this endless, um, and it's fine, it's fine. Oh, and also what you said about looking, uh, um, maybe meditation work, I'll, I'll, I'll go do an acid trip. That will get me, uh, at least you'll have fun. I would do that. Depending on the dose. <laughs> yeah, make sure yeah, you're right in the right elements. Yeah. 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 Don't go to Target or Walmart or anything. You, you have a you, rude awakening there. And, and, and what you, you, know, you brought up Dogen before, and the study of the Buddha way is yeah. to study the self, yeah. and to study the self, forget the self. And what you've talked about how the only way the self can be seen is remembered 
Yeah. So my sitting is, okay, I'm going to sit down and have a last, I'm going to remember the spiritual me who is really not here. Yeah, but see, see, but thing too, if we have time, even all that's being used too, because there's a beautiful statement from the Course which says, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, and we're, gonna, we're dreaming ourselves out of the dreaming. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So that's what all of us are in. As an action figure, we're all in that. You can entertain that as what's happening easily. Yeah? We're all just dreaming ourselves out of the dreaming. And when, it, you know, so it's pretty like a very soothing, it's sort of like you thought you had to buy a special ticket, but everyone has the same ticket. So you can't, you can't lose it away because if there's nothing, all this doesn't happen. You're, everything that's happening is a form of dreaming yourself out of the dreaming. Isn't that beautiful? So all, what's a great thing in, in the Course says, you know, what can a failed system show you? Well, to me, I say it, it's failed. So you learn, hey, this shit doesn't work. And you finally give yourself permission, and it's not you, but there's a, there's a, a permission offered where you don't have to do maybe that or this or that and then you see the results nothing fucking radically changes yeah just and maybe it's even better because to me it's your interest and attention that's directed by the selfing is the biggest obscuring factor when you're looking for yourself that's the blindness about it really so and i don't and the more subtle ways are still looking for yourself so they they have to fail just like all the others so you can save yourself some time. I remember we share here a lot about this. Uh, I read an op-ed in the Tricycle magazine years ago. It's a Buddhist magazine, very nice. You get it, used to be monthly. And they're beautiful articles. And they had one op-ed from a meditation teacher, a famous uh, Wester, who said that he was having a, a lot of strange, similar phenomena as all his old-time students of 20, 25 years we're getting in touch with them and saying, you know, nothing's fucking really happened. So I just fucking pull the emergency brake, get off that bus. <laughs> All right. I don't have to see any more fucking local stops. I got it. Okay. These people did the work. I'm jumping off the boat. Because <laughs> I'm not going to exempt myself from their experience. I'm going to say, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's dreaming yourself out of the dreaming. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can't lose, in other words. Yeah? Because again, the, the sense of self wants to put value. It wants to see, well, I've wasted this. No, nothing. Mm -hmm. Everything is being used to, let's say, further the dreaming of oneself out of the dreaming of oneself. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Your idea of speeding it up or slowing it up, I think, is quite negligible. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? You know, I don't think you have a huge. You're not. Oh, I've changed the course of history. No, no. <laughs> Just enjoy the little things of life. You know. All right, that's it. Eh? We'll end now. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Uh,